0: that album compilation edition, covering soundtracks, tribute albums, best ofs, box sets, and more.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, how do...
0: Another love that album compilation edition. This time around, we're going to be talking about the dedication, the very best of Thin Lizzy, a best of compilation from the band Thin Lizzy, and we're going to be talking about the Damned's Machine Gun Etiquette 25-year anniversary special edition. And I am going to start with the Damned, uh, who are one of my favorite of the original run of UK punk bands. I personally uh, enjoy them more than the Pistols or the Clash. I know that's heresy in some circles. But I find them to be the better of the bands. I also find them to be the band that I keep going back to more and more. They were right there in the fold with the Pistols and the Clash at the ground zero of punk rock. They had dabbled a little bit with pub rock, which is something I know I've talked about on the show before. Um, and their first record Damned 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 is a classic of the genre it's definitely much more garage rock influenced than most of their contemporaries uh, they had a fondness for covering the stooges in the mc5 and definitely also had a fondness for glam they definitely saw the maybe the funner side of punk rock they were maybe a little b- poppy a little bit more like the, the, uh, the ramones in that way and for me, their third album, Machine Gun Etiquette, was the best that they ever released. I do like a lot of their other records. However, I believe that Machine Gun Etiquette was the one that really captured them, kind of cementing their place in punk history. They weren't going to be just an also-ran in the annals of punk, which unfortunately, the history has left them as, but I don't think the music does. Uh, a, little, a little bit of the history, um, the band was formed, in 1976 and I uh, quickly gained a reputation playing with the pistols and the clash and other bands that ilk um the first album damn damn damned is like as i said it's a classic their second album uh music for pleasure is a very strange uh record in that it's not very well loved although it was produced by uh, nick mason of pink floyd and um, definitely shows them being a little more willing to get away from the loud fast garage rock of damn 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 unfortunately I don't think the songwriting quite holds up there's a couple of great songs on there but overall I don't think the album is as great as, uh, as most people could have or wanted it to be it does have a great cover though I highly recommend making up that cover so following the failure of music for pleasure The band broke up. They were one of the first bands to release a full-length album. They were one of the first bands of the punk movement to tour the United States. They were also one of the first bands to break up and then get back together. And when they did get back together, it was with a lineup change. And initially, their new bass player was going to be one Lemmy Kilmeister of Hawkwind and Motorhead. And there was actually, they were going to call themselves The Doomed for a while. And uh, let me actually play a track or two with them on uh, a single, or recorded for a single, and never really made it onto this album. Instead, um, bassist Algie Ward of the Saints came on on board to uh, play with the band, and this led to the Machine Gun Etiquette sessions in 1979. Now, this is the compilation edition of Love That Album, and me talking about a single album doesn't really fit into that format, however Machine Gun Etiquette 25th year anniversary edition is more of a compilation than it is the actual album because the initial album has eleven tracks and this uh, CD has 21 tracks including one video clip for the song and the reason I'm talking about this is not only is it a great album that I think people should check out but it is a perfect example of How, at a certain point in time, record labels were repackaging albums that they knew had a following, adding bonus tracks, adding live tracks, and essentially, in many cases, taking the original uh, album out of circulation. I had a discussion with a friend of mine a couple years ago uh, about how his wife was frustrated that she could not get the Ramones albums without the uh, bonus tracks that have been amended to them by Rhino Records. So, uh, why well, don't we take a listen to a couple of songs off this album, and I'll come back and I'll talk a little bit more about machine gun etiquettes.
2: They're burning the books. The church is in ruins. The priests hang on hooks. The radio's on ice. The tally be been-
0: without even intending to. All of the tracks I just played were actually from the uh, original release of the album. None of, I didn't play any of the b-sides or the singles or whatever that were amended to this album. So, uh, for tracks 1 through 11 are the album as it was released in 1979. The rest of the tracks include uh, a couple of different uh, versions of songs from the album uh, produced or remixed by somebody else. There's a B side for a song called Suicide, which is actually quite good. Um, There is a just vocal, or I'm sorry, just an instrumental version of Smash It Up Part 2. There's Smash It Up Part 4, which has not previously been issued. There's a song called Burglar. There's a song, there's a cover of Ballroom Blitz. And then there is a, a video clip for the song Plan 9 Channel 7 as well. Now, I previously had. And I still might around here somewhere have a version of Machine Gun Etiquette that also included a couple of uh, B-sides and tracks that weren't on the original album, including a cover of White Rabbit and a great little song called Rabbit Over You. Now, I'm not sure what I make these days of this kind of uh, late 90s, early 2000s attempt to cash in on some of this music, I mean, now, of course, we're in the age when things are being reissued on vinyl again, and you'll get the deluxe download. And I think deluxe is what they tended to call these things, the uh, deluxe reissue, including all this bonus material. And on the one hand, yes, a compact disc does have more space, and you can add some of these things. But I don't know that, uh, especially in this case, that any of the uh, additional songs are worth it. What is worth it is the liner notes, which go into a lot more detail, about, uh, the conditions under which the album was recorded and when and where and, uh, all of that kind of stuff. So, um, at the end of the day, Machine Gun Etiquette's one of my favorite albums and I highly encourage everyone to check it out. And, uh, you don't worry about trying to find the, uh, 25th anniversary edition. If you can find the previous reissue on CD, pick that up or the LP for that matter. But, um, in just a minute here, we're going to move on to Thin Lizzy, but I'm going to leave now with uh, at least a little bit of Smash It Ups Part 1 and 2, which is the last song on the original issue of the album. You know, uh, Recently, there was a controversy with Bruce Dickinson of Iron Maiden talking about punk music being rubbish and how they can't play their instruments. And uh, Captain Sensible, the original bass player and then guitar player for The Damned, came out and said, I dare Iron Maiden to play Smash It Up the way it was written and tell me how we can't play our instruments and it's not musical. So, just smash it up, check it out, and we will be back with some Thin Lizzy on the other side. Uh, The boys are back in town from Thin Lizzy, who were and are an Irish rock band from Dublin, formed in 1969. Primarily were at their peak during the 1970s, during what is usually thought of as being the classic rock era. You know, you think of Thin Lizzy, you're also thinking of bands like Deep Purple or um, Queen or Susie Quattro, those kinds of uh, bands the ones that live on at least in america on classic rock radio and a song like the boys are back in town is their best known song uh well at least it was for the longest time their other big hit or one of the other big hits uh whiskey in the jar was of course covered by metallica and found a whole new audience and then there's jailbreak and a little lesser known uh song, uh, Searching for an Alibi, which is one of those uh, like second or third tier songs they play on the classic rock radio occasionally when they're going to play something different. And the reason I'm talking about Thin Lizzy is because they're an interesting band. They're definitely worth checking out. They had a certain soul and a certain sound and a certain uh, ambiance that so many other classic rock bands did not have. Their, uh, their original bass player and lead singer, Phil Lynott did die in, in 1986, uh, and uh, the band has carried on in various formations since then, but obviously, without Lynott's kind of heart and soul, it's not been the same. So the reason I want to talk about this is, especially when it comes to classic rock, that there are these, and I hate to even use the term second and third tier bands, but that's basically what they've become in, in the public's consciousness, Everybody knows that about the big albums from the Stones and Queen and you know um, Led Zeppelin, you know AC/DC. That kind of stuff that that is the mainstay of at least in America, classic rock radio. But then you have these other bands like Blue Oyster Cult, like Thin Lizzy, uh, that occupy this weird space where they had a huge hit or two, and then they didn't really get a lot more. Um, I don't know, a lot more love from the masses or the public at large and a Greatest Hits compilation is really the gateway into checking out if there is anything beyond The Boys Are Back In Town or whatever else and in the case of Thin Lizzy I can report that there is more to the band and their, their albums are worth your time to check out but let's hear a little bit more from them and I'll come back and uh, I give you more thoughts about it
2: Some of us won't survive. See the boys and me mean business, busting out dead or alive. I can hear the hounds on my trail. All oh, hell breaks loose, alarm and sirens will. Like a game, if you lose, go to jail. Tonight there's gonna be a jailbreak. This Get back, it seems so sweet Bustin' Bronx for the rodeo
0: Dedication, The Very Best of Thin Lizzy, shows exactly what a very best album should. That here are the hits, here are the lesser-known songs that people hold and regard for whatever reason, for the cult songs, and that they are oftentimes as good as the hits, as the well-known, well-overplayed tracks. Um, I think it's really the soul, Phil Lynott's soulful voice and his... It's kind of haunted uh, delivery that make the music more than just a kind of standard 70s hard rock or above average 70s hard rock. Uh, Definitely, definitely, if you have only heard The Boys Are Back In Town and you like what I've played besides that song, uh, this compilation would be the perfect place to start checking out their catalog. If you're looking for an album of theirs, I will recommend make sure i get the title right here uh... black rose a rock legend from 1979 which was my introduction to the band uh, album-wise i was uh, recommended it about fifteen years ago when i was sitting in a bar in oslo norway talking to a friend of a musician that we were visiting and uh... I went out and bought a copy and i've held on to that record for years and years it's um... It's not that it's got any of the great hits on it. Uh, Waiting for an Alibi is probably the best known song. But it's a solid late 70s hard rock record. The kind of thing you can put on and and listen all the way through. Okay, we're going to wrap it up with just a little bit more of Thin Lizzy. And I'll catch everybody next time.
2: You better look around Then you don't stand a chance If you go down in Chinatown Then you don't stand a chance If you go down in Chinatown Laughing and crying You know it's a fact They're not laughing, they are crying Cause they won't come back, back from Chinatown Man, you don't stand a chance If you go down in Chinatown Man, you don't stand a chance If you go down in Chinatown Chinatown, it's a different scene No. And stand the chance if you go down in Chinatown. And you don't stand the chance if you go down in Chinatown.